This is St. Louis on the Air from St. Louis Public Radio. I'm Elaine Cha. If we can have a particular thing invented at a particular time by a particular person, that's more appealing than the fact that it just sort of evolved over time. It's sort of been a back and forth fight with, uh, with Google and it's, it continues on. I think it is a cautionary tale. If it's so difficult just to get a simple answer about pork steaks, what else out there are, are we being uh, misinformed about? Yeah. There are many ways to tell I'm a transplant to St. Louis. Case in point, during our 314 day show back in March, a caller named Rick from Edwardsville told us his favorite STL food is pork steak, and I had no clue what he was talking about. You got to be kidding. Take a pork butt, cut it in the steaks about three quarters of an inch thick, incinerate it on the barbecue grill, then soak it in sweet barbecue sauce. It's just that simple. The humble pork steak is just a steak cut from the shoulder, which when it comes from pork is also called the butt. Like any dish, the magic is in the details of its preparation and, of course, the barbecue sauce. Listener Rick called it an STL thing, something you can ask for outside St. Louis and you get a what? But where did this delicacy actually come from? When and how? St. Louis's own Schnucks grocery chain claims that two members of the Schnuck family in the 1950s gave pork steak to the world. According to author and food historian Robert Moss, however, that claim is, at best, underbaked. Robert is based in Charleston, South Carolina, where he serves as the contributing barbecue editor for Southern Living and restaurant critic for The Post and Courier. And he joins us now. Robert, welcome to St. Louis on the Air. Oh, thanks so much for having me. Now, Robert, before we dive into Pork Steak's delicious and disputed history, mm-hmm. Uh, please give us a bit of a, a primer. What is a pork steak? Well, I think as uh, your your caller said it pretty well, it's a it's a cut of pork shoulder. You could call it the Boston butt or the butt of the shoulder. But um, you typically take a pork shoulder and cut it into slices. Um, everyone does a little different thickness. It could be as thin as a half inch. But some people cut them as thick as as two inches. Um, and it's a it's a great cut for either grilling or you know smoking or barbecuing. Um, definitely a um, barbecue item very closely associated with St. Louis. You can certainly say St. Louis is the home of the pork steak. And for a long time, it's about the only place you could find them, though in recent years, they've started to spread a, a whole lot. And now you're starting to see pork steaks uh, in barbecue places all over the country. Mm-hmm. How is it that you were introduced to it? Did you have it here in St. Louis at some point? Um, it was from St. Louis, but not in St. Louis. A funny, funny story. The first time I think I've ever had a pork steak um, was in Murfreesboro, Illinois. I was at uh, 17th Street Barbecue there doing an event at uh, that barbecue restaurant. And Daniel Vaughn, who is the barbecue editor for Te- Texas Monthly Magazine, was attending as well. And he drove through St. Louis on the way and it stopped off at a restaurant. I can't remember which restaurant it was, but he brought a whole bunch of barbecue in the trunk of his car uh, <laughs> takeout. And uh, so my first pork steak was actually eaten sort of on the, the trunk of a car, out of a cooler, still warm. Uh, but it had been, you know, it had been sort of sitting in the cooler, keep it warm for a while. And it was really fantastic and excellent. And I've loved them ever since. And mm-hmm. so that got me started on that. I started cooking them and then now I seek them out sort of wherever I go. Okay. Well, 
I'd like to invite you to this conversation. Do you have a theory on the origin of the pork steak? Or if you've just got a great pork steak recipe, we'd love to hear it. <laughs> Call us at 314-382-8255. That's 314-382-TALK. Or you can send us a tweet at STL on air or email us at talk at stlpr.org. Um, Robert, in 2020... Uh, you went down a bit of a rabbit hole, uh, wrote what was your first attempt at a full accounting of the pork steaks background. And it was titled The Unexpurgated History <laughs> of Pork Steaks. How was it that you got so investigated? Uh, I'm sorry, so invested, that is, in investigating a steak? Well, it's it, like a lot of things. I didn't mean to uh, tumble into the to rabbit hole. I really was just trying, you know, I was writing something about pork steaks. I think you probably for Southern Living or something. And I was wanted to get a little background on, you know, where, where did they come from? And, um, you know, just did a little Googling. And like usual, you know, it checked the first couple of places I found on Google. But you always have to check a little bit deeper. And very quickly I uncovered um, a lot of, like, really sort of, puzzling things on, e on Wikipedia and then a lot of newspaper or you know, sort of magazine websites had picked things up from w Wikipedia with some very uh, specific um, you know, claims about who created the pork steak and when or who invented the pork steak, which struck me as sort of odd because it's odd for me that somebody invents a cut of, of meat sort of from, from scratch. And so I started digging into it a lot more and started piecing the story together. And that's why I ended up writing the whole un unexpurgated history uh, article. Mm -hmm. And in that history, you go through um, some of the information there, information with quotation marks, about <laughs> a, a fluorescent resident who'd invented the pork steak in 1956 in honor of his son's birth. Yeah, there's sort of two origin stories that at the time I would find. One was the one you're referring to, which is, I'm not sure if I'll pronounce the name correctly, but something along the lines of Winfred uh, Steinbruge. Uh, from St. Louis, and the claim was that you know he had he asked a butcher to cut a pork shoulder in the steak so he could grill it for for his son in 1956. So a very specific date, very specific name. The other one is one you referred to was the Schnook family had invented the pork steak also in the 1950s uh, as a way to come up with a sort of inexpensive cut of pork to to grill. And those are those are the, the two stories, and both of them I, I I don't really I couldn't really figure out where they came from or how they came about. Uh, I won't go into the the whole chain of custody, but there's a long, complicated history of Wiki, on Wikipedia. If you look at their editing history of how the art the entry ultimately got edited to to uh, reveal that, but I've never been able to find any you know substantiating information that you know for either of those. And in particular, the the, the real kicker is that the more I dug into it, you know. Um, Pork steak as a term has been around since the 18th century, usually referring more to a, a cut from the loin. The specific pork steak as we know it today, which would be the cut from the shoulder, originated around the, the 1900s, around the turn of the century. First references I found were in Boston in 1901, but butchers have been slicing up uh, pork shoulders that way for over a century, uh, long before the 1950s. Right. And, and um, so, so th those that's been out there for quite a while. Yeah. Well, and one of the places where this pork steak is being cut is Schnucks, and that is a St. Louis-based uh, grocery store. And... I should be clear that what you were talking about earlier, not only is this claim about Schnooks being the uh, the inventor on Wikipedia, 
If you go to Schnuck's own website, there's a page there titled How the Pork Steak Was Born. Um, and what it says is that in the 1950s, Don and Ed, the second generation of the Schnuck family, wanted to offer a cut of meat for grilling that was inexpensive enough to fit every family's budget. True innovators, they cut a pork shoulder one half inch thick and found that it made an excellent cut of meat to throw on the grill. The pork steak was born. So there's a mix of uh, mm-hmm. fact and maybe myth there. I mean, what do you make of this claim? And I mean, is it in any way true? Well, I still don't think it's true that anyone at Schnucks uh, was, were the very first people to think to, to carve a a, a pork shoulder up that way. There's plenty of evidence of people doing it 50 years before that. Uh, it was a very common cut by the 1920s. Um, however, I, I, I write a lot about food history. We have just a natural tendency to want to not just you know have a fuzzy store, but we want some real specifics. If we can have a particular thing invented at a particular time by a particular person, that's more appealing than the fact that it just sort of evolved over time. And you know, I think the Folks at Schnucks started serving it at a certain point. I've actually found advertisements uh, as far back as 1947 uh, when for Schnucks advertising pork steak. So I don't think that they necessarily invented it there in the 1950s. However, the pork steak really did take off in the 1950s and um, started being written a lot about in the St. Louis Dispatch and other newspapers and in uh, some, some interesting cookbooks. So I, there's no doubt that a lot of... People started grilling pork steaks in the 1950s, particularly in St. Louis. And I have no doubt that Schnucks really you know, started selling a lot of them around that time. It's just that they weren't the first ones to, to, to dream up the cut of meat itself. Mm-hmm. So what is it then that we do know about the real history of pork steak? Maybe something that you haven't mentioned before. Um, and that sort of the, the ascendancy of... <laughs> of the pork steak in St. Louis in the 1950s. Did you find that it was associated with anything in particular? Well, um, there were a couple of things. The um, the, the St. Louis Dispatch, uh, the food pages, you know, started including in a lot of columns. But then in 1955, um, interestingly enough, the Missouri Extension Service, like a lot of the agriculture extension services throughout the, the country, um, produced a little pamphlet in 1955 called Chicken Barbecue in which they were sort of promoting the, the cooking of chicken. They had a lot of uh, instructions for how to make a barbecue pit for chickens. And one of the um, one of the, the recipes they had for other things you could cook on a chicken barbecue pit was a pork steak. Uh, in fact, he had to grill, grill it for, or sort of slow cook it for 45 minutes on, the, on this uh, chicken barbecue pit. That recipe was actually picked up and run in newspapers throughout Missouri in the 1950s. So lots and lots of Missourians uh, in the 1950s, saw uh, you know, saw that recipe and saw saw that, and so I think that really helped drive the popularity of uh, pork steak as sort of a backyard uh, backyard cooking item. By the 60s, you see pork steaks being served at all kinds of affairs and events and, and things like that. And by the 1970s, the pork steak, along with rib tips and uh, mm. ribs and rib tips, was one of the three staple items that's, that you see in any kind of article about barbecue joints in, uh, in St. Louis. Yeah. Now, Robert, you wrote this first investigation of pork steak in 2020, and you thought that you had corrected the record and then you came to discover <laughs> something, which is that your own work was now being cited by Google as proof of the thing that you had just debunked. So what happened there? 
<laughs> yeah, it's funny how this is, it's just been ongoing cycle and it keeps, it keeps going. Um, so originally, you know, I, that's where I picked up on the, the, some of the uh, myths in uh, Wikipedia and Wikipedia ended up, the editors ended up correcting that and uh, removing the Winfred Steinberger 1956 story from the Wikipedia entry. But then if you, for a while, if you Googled, uh, Google would still pop up the answer being that, you know, that's the exact same story. Um, and so I ended up um, writing about that and on my website. And then one day I, I Googled just to see you know, who invented pork states and up popped uh, a citation from Google, the way it will sort of highlight the answer for you without you having to actually go to the website. Mm. And I realized it was from my own website <laughs> and from the article. And it was the block quote that I had used when I was quoting that that original Wikipedia entry. So I was perpetuating it and, and leaving it on. And you can still sort of see that if you if you go, go to the website. So I ended up putting a little note in there saying, this isn't correct. So if you're just looking at it at Google, please click the link, go through and read the whole, the whole thing so that you'll you'll see you'll see the full story so um it's sort of been a back and back back and forth fight with uh with google and it's it continues on as we get to chat gpt and ai and uh the the uh the, the myths have a hard time of of going away they yeah. want to they want to stick around so as the contributing barbecue editor for southern living and then also as a restaurant critic for the post courier I mean, how does it feel to have done all of this work? Um, and on Wikipedia today, the entry is quite short. It doesn't make any specific claim for an inventor, and it now has one entry for its bibliography, and it names you <laughs> and that writing in 2020 um, on the unexpurgated history of pork steaks. How does it feel? Like, is this a happy ending in your fight against misinformation about the pork steak? It's a semi-happy ending in that, uh, you know, again, I, I don't care if, if I'm cited so much as, as you know, I'd, I'd rather have the I'd rather have the real story out there. So it, so it was a small victory. But um, still, if, 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 you go to, uh, if you go to Google today, uh, they've now introduced their new AI search, which is a limited feature, and it's still repeating the same things uh, over and over. So, yeah, it was good, a, a, a good, a pyrrhic victory, perhaps you could say. It felt mm -hmm. good for a little while. But the misinformation is still out there, and you know, again, I'm I'm having fun with it more than anything. I don't, I'm not terribly offended by it, but it, I think it is a cautionary tale. If uh, if it's so difficult just to get a simple answer about pork steaks, what else out there are, are we being uh, misinformed about? Yeah. Now, last month, one St. Louis uh, local TV station, KSDK, got wind of the the controversy over who invented. Uh, the pork steak, and they asked Schnooks to respond to your findings on this subject. And Schnooks came back with a statement that read, as you can probably figure, there's no one who is working at the company now that would have been around back then. So I can only provide the information that has been given to me, which is the same that is in our website. So what do you make of that, Robert? I mean, it sounds like they're sticking by the story um, it's not exactly a ringing endorsement, though. <laughs> no, it's not. I mean, but but I, again, it's you know, for the 1950s, it's, it's been quite a while, so many generations ago, and and people with first-hand knowledge are, are long gone. Um, you see that a lot, actually, though, when as you research um, 
you know, food stories. A lot of these stories are sort of handed down from generation to generation as a good family story. And, you know, you don't want to, people don't want to give, give up on that. Um, And I found that again and again. So, uh, you know, I've tried to be sensitive about it. Certainly, you know, Schnooks may not have actually invented the pork steak, but they've probably sold as many of them as as, as any grocery store out there. Mm -hmm. And they have, yeah, they have a long running claim to it. So I think it's, I think it's fine. And, um, you know, it it is true though, that, you know, things in just, think of how many things in your family, you know, simply from, from what you, what you've been told. And, you know, you don't often go back behind to, to, to check them out. Right. So you had said earlier that pork steak is something that is gaining popularity outside you know, the local St. Louis area and even Missouri. What is it that you are seeing, Robert? Well, I think there's sort of two styles of pork steak traditionally. One's the St. Louis style we've been talking about. There's another one in um, Monroe County, Kentucky, particularly around Tompkinsville. Just a, you know, a couple of barbecue restaurants there do a thing. They they actually call it shoulder, but it's the exact same thing. It's a, it's a pork steak cut thin, uh, and they've been doing that since, you know, gosh, probably as long as, as they've been doing in, in St. Louis, probably since the, the 50s, uh, and some barbecue, you know, it's smoked on a pit. But theirs is actually finished with a very spicy, they call it dip, mm. uh, sort of a, a sauce of vinegar melted butter with a ton of black and red pepper, and it's, it's really tr- quite tasty. What I'm seeing now, though, is particularly in Texas, lots of people are starting to put pork steaks on their offset pits and sort of cooking them yeah, you know, the way they might have brisket or ribs or, or, or something like that. And they're really delicious. And in Texas, they tend to make them a lot thicker. You're, you're talking at least an inch, probably more like two inches. Um, Snow's uh, Barbecue in Lexington, Texas, which mm. is, uh, I named the number one barbecue joint in the South for Southern Living just recently. Uh, they cook a fantastic pork steak there. It's sort of done over direct heat. Very smoky, picked apart near the bone. Um, there's a, another restaurant called Burnt Bean in uh, Seguin or Seguin, Texas, that does a, a fantastic, like, it's a big slab of, of pork. So I think what you're seeing as you know more and more, you know, barbecue just keeps getting more and more popular. There are more and more barbecue restaurants. Pitmasters are looking for something a little different to you know to put on the pits. A little you know either a fun special to run or something to sort of make them stand out from the the guy down the road. And so, a lot of them are starting yep. to turn to pork steaks. And it sounds like there's there's much more pork to be had. <laughs> Robert Moss <laughs> sure. is the contributing barbecue editor for Southern Living and restaurant critic for the Post and Courier. He's authored multiple books on food history and the history of food. Robert, thank you for joining us today. Oh, yeah. Thanks so much. This episode was produced by Danny Wissentowski. Audio engineering and podcast design by Aaron Dore. Our executive producer is Alex Hoyer. St. Louis on the Air is a production of St. Louis Public Radio. Understanding starts here. St. Louis on the Air proudly supports local artists by using music from Life Creative Group. Do you find yourself regularly listening to episodes of St. Louis on the Air? Suggest us to a friend you think might enjoy our conversations. And leave us a review and rating on Apple Podcasts on the App Store. It's the simplest way to help people discover our show. Thank you. St. Louis Public Radio is a member-supported service of the University of Missouri-St. Louis.
Support comes from the Missouri Forest Products Association. Missouri produces wood pallets, railroad ties, white oak barrels, hardwood floors, and more. Details on the variety of products made in the state are at ChooseWood.com.